everyone. Welcome back to the Film Fund Podcast. I'm your host, founder and executive producer at the Film Fund, Thomas Verity. I'm also an award-winning filmmaker, producer, and film festival judge. I started the Film Fund to give filmmakers an easier, alternative way to get their films funded. Instead of working on a screenplay, crowdfunding campaign, or grant application, filmmakers write one sentence pitching their film for a chance to receive up to $10,000 and other prizes to make it. Our most recent narrative and documentary funding contests are closed. We're hard at work writing feedback for entrants who requested feedback on their pitches, uh, but we will be opening again for entries within the next few weeks, so please stay up to date with us on our website, thefilmfund.co, for the latest information. Also, subscribe to our newsletter, social media handles. We'll get to all that in due time. But uh, if you're listening at a later date, contests do happen regularly, so check the website for the most up-to-date info. Today, we have Sync, a.k.a. Rachel Lindsay, but prefers to go by her uh, nickname, Sink, like the kitchen sink, I was just told, off the air. So, um, Sink, thank you so much for coming. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, your connection to the Film Fund, where that nickname came from, wherever you want to start? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I should probably start with Sink because I think that does raise a lot of questions. Um, it's been my nickname since I was about two years old. My sister's officially dubbed me as that um, but it came from a song that my grandma used to sing to us as babies that had the words my sinky sink in it and for whatever reason reason, with me it stuck Um, and so that's what everyone you know who is closest to me calls me and then as I sort of came up in the industry that just sort of stuck and has become my professional name so mm. uh here i am the kitchen sink yeah <laughs> at your i like it it's <laughs> yeah. definitely unique yeah. great story i, like I had it a similar too. thing I like uh yeah my sister I, I and mean, i we I were mean, both goober growing up by my dad cute. and then for some reason that like didn't stick with me but now we still call her goob like everyone in the family calls my sister goob for some reason um uh, like she's even in my phone is that and i'll talk, talk oh to my like gosh. my oh my um, like my hands free in my car, I'll be like, call Goob, <laughs> and it sends it back to me. It's ridiculous. Um, the names are cool. Um, yeah, but that's awesome. Very and I like that you made it your um, professional name, too. Like that's yeah. Super cool well, it works out. It feels more like my identity now than Rachel does. Even though Rachel's a great name, people are, mm-hmm. you know, they they're free to call me that if they'd like. But Sync is sort of the like that's really who I am mm. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit more um, about yourself, besides the fact that your name is Sync. Um, <laughs> who are you? What what kind of films do you make? What are you all about? Yeah. So I grew up as a dancer first. That was sort of my first love with storytelling, but quickly realized I like any and all forms of that, and. Um, So I started acting a lot when I was a kid. I remember seeing movies around 10, 11 that started to pique my interest in making films. Um, And I got into sort of the musical theater scene in high school and college and went to film school for, um, for college and ended up sort of finding myself falling backwards into the music industry, which I had no intention of entering but I I was in a um, an electronic duo for a while that we started getting some licensing deals uh, simultaneously I started working in the production side of the industry in um, film and TV and so it really became this sort of uh, eclectic background in all things film mm-hmm. and 
I still very much like to be an actor. So I, in support of that, like to create um, pieces that I can act in, perform in, but also just storytelling opportunities as well. So the funding that I got from the film fund was for my first ever attempt at a short film. And I thought, well, okay, if I get some funding for this, then that will be the reason why I should get more funding for it and the reason why I should make it and just do the dang thing. Um, so I feel as though I've been in the industry for a long time in a really adjacent, you know, on the sidelines sort of a way. And now I'm starting to really find my stride with how I would like to approach it and take ownership of my art and how I exist in this industry uh, as sync, I guess. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, for those of you out there who are yeah. not avid, um, devoted readers of the Film Fund blog, Sync received a $400 <laughs> gift card uh, to Kit Split for equipment rentals for her um, winning pitch. Could you tell us a little bit about the pitch if you're comfortable talking about the project? Yeah, absolutely. So I had the short that I wrote was based on um, my first love relationship and um, that person ended up passing away suddenly in an accident, um, I guess, I don't know, four years ago now. And so obviously that's been a really transformative part of my life and grief is something that I think about a lot. Um, and so I wrote this short as a sort of fictionalized way to process it. So it's not really anywhere close to the actual relationship or person, but it still sort of pays homage to that. And so what I had submitted was that these two exes are sort of revisiting a tradition of sitting on a porch roof together and some unexpected things happen along the way. Um, and it was a really great exercise in log lining, I will mm. say, to, to get that distilled down into something so succinct and, and concise and, and clear. Mm. Too. Yeah, that's a big part of the... The contest really and it's like one of our big yeah. selling points is yeah. oh it's so much easier than a screen earning contest it's so much easier than a grant proposal it takes so much less time which is true but it's also pretty damn hard to get like something compelling into one sentence um and say how we'd use oh, some of the yeah. funding for it so oh, yeah um hats off to you and yeah it's definitely a great a great <laughs> exercise too narrowing your log line our first winner Tim Viola, that was the first Definitely. thing he said. He Definitely. was like, well, it really helped us sharpen our log line. Because before, like, I didn't even really know what my story was about. He said, I may be paraphrasing. I'm mm -hmm. sure he knew what his story was mm -hmm. about. But he know, I know he did say um, sharpening the log line was definitely um, something that came out of entering the film fund. So so glad to hear that yeah. you feel that way as well. Yeah. Um, anything else you like about the film fund? Yeah, it's sort of the, the tip of the iceberg, and it's what has to draw people in. I think okay. we're back. We are we are remote podcasting. If anyone's okay. listening on this audio, we are not in the same place. But I think we're back now. Yeah. All I heard was uh, "tip of the iceberg." That was the last thing. Oh yes. Oh yes. So log lines, I think, are the tip of the iceberg, and they are what really draw people in to what you're making. And so it really is kind of the first hurdle to get someone to watch your film. And there it's just so oversaturated now in the market too, that it's a smart way to get people to watch mm. your art. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent, especially with short films, um, you know, just go on Netflix yeah. and like yeah. flick through or HBO go or whatever you're watching. I don't, we, we don't have those sponsors yet, so I'm not promoting either one, but 
Um, you're just flicking through. You're like, oh, what is this about? What is this about? You're really looking at the log lines. Like, what is this yeah. film or TV show about? Yeah. Like, give me a sentence or two about it. Um, so that's really what people want to know at the end of the day. And making that compelling, I think, is a really interesting place to start um, with your project. You know, you could either start there and create the project from there and be like, oh, here's an idea. Let's see. Let's flesh it out a little bit more. Or you could start with a bigger script and narrow it down like Tim did um, and really figure out what the, mm -hmm. the core of your story is about. So mm -hmm. I, I find it it's a really useful tool um, for sure. So I think you said, yeah. um, I'm sorry, did you want to elaborate yeah. on that? I'm the worst host. I like cut people no. off and I talk a lot. I'm Italian, no. so I always like want to jump in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? It's great. It means that we're having a great, excited conversation where we're having a lot of uh, agreements and stuff. So, no, it's great. I don't have anything to add. I just am really affirming you because awesome, awesome, I totally awesome. agree. Um, what I was going to ask was just uh, for the Film Fund project you drew from your real life experiences, your relationship. Um, is that typically where you get your stories from and what inspires you, your real life? Yeah, I really subscribe to the fact that we should write about what we know. And I do think that it's important to live a little bit before you have something to say and put into the world. And so for me, this happens to be what I would like to say and, uh, and attack. But also, I suppose it is a little bit self-indulgent, too, that, you know, we, we care about the things that affect us personally and I do love the idea of telling stories that are not based on personal experiences, but I think that that is where it comes from. First and foremost, that's what I want to connect to. And especially at the beginning of what will hopefully be a long career, I think that's a good I place totally to agree. start. Uh, and I think like when people, when you say, write What, you know, a lot of times people think like, this is a stupid example, but say you had like a janitor and he was a screenwriter. <laughs> Um, like that would mean like, oh, you can only write about being a janitor. But I think even in like any genre, you can take your life experiences and make it relatable in that genre. It's just really pulling from like what you've experienced. And like, for example, I, yeah, my, one of my first short films, Son of Blackbeard was about, um, Blackbeard, the pirate, the struggle figure somehow exists in the modern world and has a 20 something year old son. Um, and they, mm -hmm. they butt heads in it. And mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I used experiences from, my relationship, whether I realized it or not, my relationship with my father in that story, even though it's yeah. like a fictional pirate and yeah. a character and it's a fantasy world, um, you can still draw on those like right. real life experiences and make something real right. out of them. Um, not that I have a terrible relationship with my dad, if he's listening, but um, it's just, yeah, I think it's always a lot more. <laughs> don't hate <laughs> yeah, us, Yeah, I love dad. you, dad. We love uh, you, dad. I don't dad. think my dad even knows yeah. how to open the <laughs> podcast app, so I think we're probably good there. But um, yeah. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah. Well, it's true. I mean, even if somebody was making a film about being in outer space and they've never, they don't know anything about it, I think we can't help but inject our personal experiences into our art. So even though this piece that I'm working on is pretty directly drawn from that, um, I think even if I was making something that was really far away from my life, I would still sort of put pieces of myself into it regardless and that's just sort of being human I think too and that's what makes people want to watch films is they find the humanity and the 
the truth of what you're saying. Um, yeah, I was. In, I'm so in glad the you used making. the word humanity too. I was gonna say. Um, I was gonna preface it with being like, "Oh, this sounds kind of highfalutin or lofty," but uh, it's the human condition that we're writing about. Whether you're writing about like aliens or pirates <laughs> or yeah. what, you still have to understand what it is to yes. be human and the conflicts that we encounter in our day-to-day -day lives and I think that's what makes stories really compelling and that's at least what the film film looks for um you know really conflict-laden yeah high concept um yeah stories for sure high concept is meaning you can explain them in a sentence and that they're compelling enough to get across you know in a log line um mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's I I love that you feel mm -hmm. that way too you, you mentioned um film school a little while ago what film school did you go to I did. Yeah, I went to Emerson College okay. up in Boston. And then I did um, their LA program too and ended up my first sort of internship turn job was for Universal Studios. So I was driving a golf cart around fake oh, New no York, uh, dreaming of real New York. And so now I live in Brooklyn. Um, I do love LA, but I was always sort of gunning for the East Coast because I'm from the East Coast. Gotcha. That's <laughs> so. awesome. Yeah, we had an intern also, from Emerson a couple uh, summers ago. Oh, really? They're the best. Yeah, he I was. I mean, we're the best. He was one of our best interns. I uh, loved him. That's. I think he. Uh, there you go. He moved out to LA now. Is very happy out there. Okay. Yeah, that's where most Emersonians go. Um, and also, I have to quick ask you: Are you from? Or do you live in Philly? Yes. I grew up in the suburbs okay. of Philly, and now I live in Philly. Okay. I think I saw that on a previous podcast episode, and I am also from the suburbs of Philly. Oh, no way. So I just had to We're put at. that in. Yeah. I'm from a very small town called Bernathan, which is uh, it's near sort of like Huntington Valley. Yeah, I've heard of like Bernathan Abington. College is up there, obviously, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> Yeah, I grew up more That's like near, grew up in Havertown, and then we moved closer to like Villanova okay. my freshman year of high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, nice. not too far. That's awesome. Small world. PA. Yep. I realized we love, only- We love some PA folks. Only people from Pennsylvania say PA. I realized like when I went to college, I would say like PA, and I, people had no idea what I was talking I don't know. That's what I realized. Like, I don't know. A lot of people would be like, yeah, you're, they were you're like, what? I was like, Pennsylvania? Like, we're in- production assistant? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. But, that's true i should watch myself on that because people probably have no idea what i'm saying as a fellow <laughs> pa and uh i understand mm -hmm. you so um what did you think of film school yeah. <laughs> i mean did you, did you like um the experience yeah i did i think that what really helped me was being having an internship and experiential learning so being in the, the studio circuit, seeing how development worked, um, being on set sometimes, that was really what did it for me. And that was thanks to all the resources that my school provided, which I feel really lucky about. And, um, and I think that, I think it was very worth having that too, because you also create a community. And I think above all else, it comes down to community and the people that you connect with. And even, um, I just worked on a different project that I suppose you could call a short film. It was sort of a dance piece short film um, with someone that I went to college with at Emerson. She's a choreographer. Uh, and we came together to make this piece, you know, years later. And it just felt like this beautiful full circle moment that we never would have 
found each other if it hadn't been for going to college with with one another. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought about going to um, get my MFA. I didn't do film undergrad, but and the the only reason. Oh wow. Yeah, the reason I was (laughs) thinking about going to grad school for film is like I want to be immersed in that community. Um, just like the community of people, the network you make. Um, like other than that, I feel like you can learn a lot of these things yourself, but really like thrusting yourself into community is the biggest thing, um, that I think is the most worth it from people I've talked to. Definitely. Yeah. And I think any young filmmaker that I have talked to, I always say, just get yourself on set as much as possible. And, you know, the school of YouTube also mm. is amazing. I have learned so many things uh, thanks to YouTube and the internet and just any kind of tutorial. And so not saying that college is obsolete, but I do think that we now have so many alternative approaches and resources that it's not like you must go to school and you must have a master's, you know, in order to to make something yeah, exactly. of yourself. And just like taking that school of YouTube and then going out there and just going into the school of like fucking up and not making something super perfect yeah. and, and making your first yeah. horrible short yeah. like that's yes. so important like my first short was so exactly. so bad <laughs> like and I at the time I wasted money on festival submissions because I thought it was better and you know but then you learn you're like yeah. wow like what was I doing like why did I do that but I still yeah. I learned so yeah. much. Um, no one will ever see this film yeah. besides like my few yes. friends from high school that I put in it. Um, but I learned so much. Like, yeah. it's just such yeah. a great experience. I watched a ton of YouTube videos and I went out there and I was like, all right, let's do this. And did I do a great job? No, but I learned like the process of what to do, which I think is super important. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think, yeah, we call that the the school of falling yes. on your face. But it's a great school. It teaches you a lot. I have definitely failed many times and I'm so grateful for it because also I think that everything we experience or or try or anything that we make is just preparing us for what's to come. And so even though my background in film and music felt sort of like, what am I supposed to do with this for a while? Because I had so many different areas that you know, I didn't really see how all those skills could fit together. And now I'm finally, I have that sort of objective approach of like, oh, this is actually really useful that I had all these weird, what felt like wild mm-hmm. goose chase, you know, and career you paths too, right? for a while. And um, yes, yeah. So I danced the first uh, several years of growing up and even into college did some pre-professional teams and um that started to subside as I took over doing you know film jobs and working in tv and such and it it definitely shaped me as an actor just being in touch with my body being in touch with how to convey a performance in a a subtle or or not so subtle way when necessary and yeah, it's all been really useful to me in the end. And I just wouldn't have ever known that um, when I was younger. So I'm I'm grateful for kind of this weird sideways life. Well, actually, I joke that I've lived many lives because anytime I start telling people the different jobs or experiences I've had, they're like, 
wait, I'm sorry, what (laughs) you've done, you've done what? Um, But I think, you know, that's, that's also the way that things are going more now too. Like we have many jobs throughout our careers and especially in this industry, it's just very standard to do so many different things, have all those survival jobs, odd jobs, you name it, you know? So it's all been really helpful for me with providing the grit that I think is necessary to, to make films and go for what you want. And also um, the, just sort of the like flexibility and the, the foresight that you need going into all of that as well. So do you, um, do you filmmaking full time now? I am full time uh, voiceover acting. Uh, which is very interesting and fun and doing music licensing still and uh, and trying to crack my way into mm-hmm. film TV acting. So yeah, starts, hopefully fingers crossed that starts happening. Um, but yes, I also just work on sets in varying capacities, however people need me. So sometimes it's like I'm a production coordinator um, or even a PA mm. or whatever people need they'll plug me in and I just mm, love very cool. What would you say biz. out of all those projects you've done music, yeah. dance, film, acting, which are you most passionate about? If you can give an answer <laughs> to one. I know that's, that's really hard. I think, I think for me, it really is that I love storytelling the most, which can show up in all those different ways. But I think I find the most joy when I can make something that's a visual piece. So something that's film and when I can have a part in creating it and also in performing in it. Uh, So I'm a little bit greedy (laughs) with the amount that I like to be involved, but I, but I think there's so much fun in the creation process. That's one of my favorite things. And then also being a performer, I don't think you ever feel more alive than when hmm. you're performing. I guess it's uh, so when you're performing, is that usually material that you oh. have written yourself? Yeah, it depends on the project. Um, I've done, I've started doing some short film work for other people and with voiceover have worked doing a bunch of commercials um, and some other sort of odd jobs. And it's been, it's been a really great time. I would say I'm, I'm sort of in the spot where I'm like, okay, more, more, more. And, uh, and working with an acting coach and a lot of my friends are starting to, you know, work their way up on the, the TV and film chain. And so uh so yeah i'm excited for mm. for more of as that you said this is line. your first short film that you're doing uh, with the film fund right yeah yeah and it's actually been a sort of slow and steady wins the race process because i i got some funding through the film fund which is awesome and that was really my signal to really jump start the process and believe that I could do it. And I've slowly been 
accumulating the right team for it. So now we have an amazing director attached to it. We have uh, the the co-star that I will be performing with attached to it. We have some amazing um, producers, executive producer, and uh, we just put on a line producer too. And the great thing about it is, and what's also deeply personal to me is that the whole crew from pre-production through oh, awesome. post is going to be all female identifying. So with the exception of okay. the co-star who will be played by a man, um, it's going to be all ladies. And I think that is something that while I wanted to explore this really deeply personal narrative, I also wanted to have a cause that I could, you know, be a part of being on the right side of history for. And, and also I think most of the women that I know have experienced, you know, the, the me too movement and myself included. And so I think that I have started to feel just angry and motivated enough that it was like, okay, yeah, let's create an opportunity where we can make this happen with all women and not to go off on a tangent, but I have to say that sets I've been on <laughs> with women in charge are amazing. They're, they are just so in tune with knowing what people need and they can communicate so well and everything is so buttoned up. And so I'm really excited because I think it's going to feel like a big sleepover um, for, for a bunch of ladies. And, uh, and also I think that, you know, this is a, a standard that we want to keep setting. And so the reason why it's been a slower process is because we want to make sure that we're paying every single, um, person their full rate. And so we want to make sure that we get the, the funding and ample funding at that to make sure that every single, female identifying crew member can be paid the right amount period yeah <laughs> that's great period. yeah i think yeah. i mean having one having a great story is awesome for the film itself but having something actionable behind it too is also right. just right. really meaningful and um just amazing that's awesome that you're doing that it's definitely needed for yeah. sure because yeah. Yeah, i've been on sets um where it's just like a bunch of dudes running the show and <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah. may i may be a little guilty of that in my last project <laughs> but it, i had it it wasn't a, it was called the tom so every character in the script was named tom um oh so my i gosh. got like <laughs> a little great. bit a little bit of a pass um I yeah think. yeah but um yeah i mean getting more women on set is definitely something that's important in in the industry and that's hats off totally. to you for doing that. and you know, and, you know no shade, shade at all <laughs> meant yeah. by it but i do think that yeah we're we're all trying to push the needle and so this was a really great opportunity to do that and have it be personal and and feel really fun and exciting and right get get, mm. get something that you know people really want to get behind so i do think that this might be if if we were a tortoise or a hare i think we will be a tortoise in the process of getting the full funding but it's important to me to ensure that everybody's going to be paid properly and feel good about what we're doing and not and not saying like oh you know what yeah can you cut us a deal gee, thanks, go women, you know, right. that, that doesn't feel right yeah, it's to like, me. Go women and also like pay, pay me. <laughs> yeah. Like you deserve right. to be exactly. paid. We should That's all awesome. get paid. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's the other part that I'm really stoked about. Mm. Great. What, so what's the name of the project, if you can release that? It's called, yes, it's called Portrait. Portrait. Okay. Um, because it all takes place on the the sort of roof of a porch that is actually on my childhood home. So we're going to oh, no film way. in my hometown in Pennsylvania and uh, get some great scaffolding in place. That's awesome. And some great insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always get insurance. Um, yes, but yeah, we'll we'll be doing um, some overnight shoots on that roof, and I think I think it'll be really magical because for anyone who doesn't know what Pennsylvania is like in the summertime, which is likely when we will be filming, it's this really gorgeous sort of crickets filled and lightning bugs, or uh, what's the other name that people call them? I don't know. I call them lightning bugs. Fireflies. Oh, fireflies. Yeah. I grew yeah. up probably with lightning bugs. So, <laughs> yeah, light, lightning bugs and crickets and just, you know, sounds of nature that I think are very unique to Pennsylvania or PA. And uh, and so, yeah, I'm really excited to kind of pay homage to multiple parts of my past mm. in that way. Will it be a one-day shoot? You said there were overnights, so I guess it would be a couple. Yes, we're thinking it's going to be two overnights and maybe a half day of one um, alternate location, but the the meat of the film is going to be all up on that roof um, at night. So yeah, it's going to be long, long nights Very of uh, hanging out so do your, <laughs> on a roof. You said it was your child at home. Do your parents still live there? Well, they actually, that's so funny that you're asking. They actually just sold it to my sister and her husband. Oh, that's cool. So it's good. It's still in the family. Yeah. I'll get, I won't have to get any permits. Mm, that's maybe. always nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and really, I started this process thinking, how can I make something that I could do easily at home? Because I was thinking I would make a really cheap film and then as it became clear that I actually wanted to do this with an all-female crew and really make it into something that I'm proud of and put the time and the work in to get the quality up, um, yeah, then it then that all became clear that, you know, we, we would have some corners that we could cut with location, but everything else, the expenses, expenses sure. are going sure, up sure, for. Sure. And um, in terms of where you're thinking of distributing it, are you submitting it to festivals? Are you doing online release at first? Yeah, I I think so. I think we will submit to festivals. It sort of depends on how it shapes up, I think. Um, I, I feel really confident that because of the team that we're assembling, it will be festival-worthy. And the the script is still you know, going through multiple drafts and it, it's near its final form, but we're still tweaking things. And so I would like to submit it to festivals and see how that goes. And then if not, it will be a beautiful portfolio piece that I am not ashamed to say that I put a lot of money into, <laughs> yeah, you know, totally. <laughs> um. like, like, I hope it's not something that I want to hide away I, and I have made those mm -hmm. projects, like the one that you were describing, your first short, where it's like, oh, you know what, guys? Don't look at, don't it. Look yeah. at it. Don't. Um, please don't. Please don't. But I had that, that with a lot of um, music projects when I was first starting out in music, where it's like, oh, 
yikes. Um, but I'm hoping that this will not be a cringe-worthy mm-hmm. piece, even if it doesn't, if it doesn't make it into film yeah. festivals. And I, I don't think film festivals are the be-all, end-all of success. I mean, especially with like yeah. online distribution no. today and shorts, you have all these curation platforms, you have our website, which has a community where we're all you know excited to watch them. Right. So um, like, if you don't yeah. get into festivals, yeah. it's not the worst thing in the world. But also, like, I think you probably will get into festivals because you've been working on this for so long. And it's a great story. And, yeah. you, you know, you have a great crew behind you. You still there? Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for saying. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Cut, cut out, out for, for a, a minute. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was catching up with what you were saying. <laughs> Um, well, thank you for saying that. I do, I do feel excited about the caliber of work that we will be making with this and all the people involved in it. It just has such good energy around it, which is what feels the best, you know, that's like, that's the magic, I think, and the special sauce that goes into films, however, the final product ends up. So that feels paramount to me compared to everything else. Um, but yeah, I, I do feel really confident in it. And I'm so grateful for shameless plug to you guys um, for, you know, platforms like the Film Fund, because I think that there are lots of people who want to see short films and it's not just going to be the the lily pad to get you into making a feature or noticed or what have you. I think it just, it really does come back to the importance of storytelling and um and that's something that I want to be a part of and help prop up for other people and um and so yeah I'm I'm just so grateful that that you guys are supporting that because that is amazing and no one wants to do that yeah I mean people always say um you know short films never make money like okay well they're still really really important and people do watch them I really think so yeah I think they are. And also, I mean, I know that our attention spans are more at goldfish level at this point, but it's like, wouldn't you rather watch something short um, or like an episode mm. of something on Netflix than have to sit through a there's whole There's a whole, there's a, I don't like, know. Come on. I don't know if watch they're, short. how new they are, but there's this short film platform. That's their whole marketing campaign that's their whole like idea is like watch something shorter um I, i'm blanking yeah. on the name right now i keep getting yeah. instagram and maybe i follow them on instagram but um we'll add it in the show notes mm. for it mm. but yeah i mean yeah that'd be great yeah, yeah people are that'd be great like they're coming on to short the idea of short films more and more i think um and they're so important too for filmmakers to experiment and find their voices and yeah. make those really terrible yeah. short films and then make some good short films after learning those lessons um <laughs> So you didn't, when you say this is your first short film, did you not do any like through Emerson's program? I, well, so I was a screenwriting major and a transfer student at that actually. So I wasn't involved in as many of those projects. I did make some really small um, short film projects for class, but I, I actually was acting in stuff more than I was writing or producing it. So actually a dear friend of mine who is now a big shot editor out in Hollywood, um, he he directed a short film in college that we ended up winning a bunch of um, awards for in sort of the regional Boston area. Um, 
and I got to win oh, for best awesome. actor. And so that felt really special. Yeah. So that felt like, okay, I guess I'm not like <laughs> terrible. Um, so yeah, that was, that was more what I was doing and I was still dancing a lot. So I think really what I'm gathering <laughs> from answering this question about myself is that I truly am someone who likes too many things and I mm. say yes to a lot of things. And so then I end up sort of having my hands in multiple pots, which now I think is a good thing, but at the time it felt a little intense and I can definitely spread myself very I'm definitely thin guilty of that on as occasion. Well. Um, I yeah. feel like it just has something to do with yeah. creative people. Like, it's like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that and I'm interested in this. And then all of a sudden you have oh, yeah. six different projects you're working on. Oh, yeah. You need to yeah. pair, it, pair it back. Yeah. Well, and now it's like I have so much knowledge in film production and the music side of everything because of all the, the licensing stuff, which has been actually more recent that I'm seeing some of my music show up in trailers and, um, and shows and everything. And that's really great. Um, but then right. Also having sort of the, the rounded out experience of knowing how to show up as a performer. And, uh, it's, I think for me, it becomes, it, it becomes a slightly negative experience when I just feel the pressure to be responsible mm -hmm. in all areas when in reality it's like sink you really don't need to you can just put some stuff down so that you're not holding <laughs> millions of different uh i don't know proverbial like mm -hmm. sheets of paper projects yeah, 100 so with that and learning about yourself do you have any advice you could give to our community of filmmakers Oh man. Yeah. I, th I mean, I think there's so much that could be said, but I think the main things for me that have helped are to always keep going because it's a marathon, not a race. And you never know what you, the really bad project that no one, you know, it's never going to see the light of day. You never know where that could take you or what you'll learn from that and take into a new project that's better um, and also I think just saying yes to, to things and, and not necessarily everything, but for me, it has been really helpful to continue to say yes to new experiences, even when I'm scared to do them. And even when I go in with the worst imposter syndrome of all time, which I get all the time still, and mm -hmm. I just say yes anyway, and it's always been a great learning experience at the very least if not something that i deeply appreciate saying yes to in the end mm -hmm. have you seen the movie yes man with Jim Carrey? I, I haven't i mean i've seen the trailer <laughs> but i should mm -hmm. probably watch it but yeah, maybe i haven't watched it in years but maybe um, it'll teach people that they shouldn't say yes <laughs> yes that's basically the, <laughs> the the lesson learned at the end of that movie yeah um, i think well, you get great. to a certain point where it's like you do start to say no. Um, mm. And I am at that point where I do, I do say no to things now, but I think the kernel of truth in saying yes is if it scares you in a sort of excitable, you could level up way, then say yes to it. Mm. I think that's great advice. Sink. Thanks so much. What, uh, what's next for you? I know you said you're likely going to be entering production in the summer. Yeah. Yes. So what's next for me is getting, 
the rest of the funding for the short film, getting it made, getting it submitted, and hopefully starting to see myself on uh, the silver screen in some TV shows and films. That'd be awesome. Looking forward to that as I well. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you, you gave us a nice little plug earlier. Thank you for that. Now is the time oh, for you to course. plug yourself. What are your uh, social media channels, your website, anything you want to promote? Yeah, for sure. If you look up ThinkSync, spelled S-I-N-K, like the kitchen sink, you will find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most, but I'm on Twitter and all the things and you can look out in the near future for poor truth um it will probably be poor truth film or poor truth short film coming at you but if you follow me at think sync i will definitely you know abuse my right to promote that <laughs> yes plug 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 awesome think sync. Plug, 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 yeah. check them out thanks everyone for listening to the podcast i want to remind you that uh although our Contests are currently closed and we're writing feedback for the entrants who are patiently awaiting. Thank you so much for your patience. We will be opening again for entries within a few weeks as soon as that feedback writing is done. So check out thefilmfund.co for the most up-to-date information to submit your entry and check out our social channels at The Film Fund uh, on Instagram, Film Fund Co. on Facebook, Simply Film Fund on Twitter. Some of our awesome prizes we've had for this past contest were Maestro Filmworks as well as Expressway Cinema Rentals, who both sponsored prizes such as a two-day rental of, um, oh my God, what was it? I always forget the prizes. Black Magic, Ursa, Mini G2, I believe is the name of the camera, and an Ari Prime Ooh. lens set. Um, yeah, weekend rental. And then Maestro Filmworks sponsored a... The what do we end up doing with them? See, it is at the end of a very long day. I'm very tired. Uh, co <laughs> color grading, color grading session from Maestro. Thank you so much, Maestro Filmworks. Um, and yeah, check out the website for the most up to date information. We also have a new page on the website called the Film Fund Learn. It used to be called the Film Fund Blog, but now it's repurposed to educational content and it's sorted a lot better. You can go on there and click on screenwriting or producing or editing, post production and just view it by category and what you want to learn. And our new blog is blog.thefilmfund.co where updates like our podcast will live and winners and new projects and industry news. So go to those two sites, check us out. Um, most up-to-date information is going to be in the email newsletter as well. Check that out. We also have an ebook, the ultimate guide to pre-production on our website. Be sure to check that out. We, I have in my notes here from an old version to plug the merch on the website. We've kind of Put a back burner on the merch, but if you go to thefilmfund.co slash merchandise, you can get some cool stuff there. Okay, long plug list over. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. Uh, we're going to be releasing these episodes every Friday going forward. Sink, do you have anything else you'd like to add? I just want to say thanks for listening, and I hope everybody stays safe and healthy as the, the winter comes. Yes, no, uh, we don't want this Omicron, which sounds like a transformer mm -hmm. to me take over it, things it, i know <laughs> yeah but in the worst yes. way not yeah. not in a good not a good transformers i guess it's up to con okay nerd nerd out thanks everyone for listening talk to you soon see you later sink bye. Bye. bye thanks for your time